Welcome back, all you fabricated flashbacks, to the super, not funny show, Supercast. The Supercast, where we talk about all things superhero in our pop culture media, and that's movies, TV shows, video games. We talk about the news, do some speculation, all that good nerdy stuff. I am Mode Pupay, your resident fabricant and comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. Lottie, how you doing this evening? Man, I'm great. Just just beat Dead Space Remake. Great game, by the way. Uh, downloaded the um, Resident Evil 4 uh, demo and also finally got my hands on Metroid. Uh, Metroid Prime Remastered. Nintendo, realize that people want to buy your games. Jeez. <laughs> so, in other words, you've been playing a bunch of games you've already played before. <laughs> that actually much? yeah pretty much pretty much <laughs> hey that's the gaming industry right now old games are yeah. everything old is new again except not yeah I, I was thinking about doing that uh was that that golden eye remaster or remake or whatever the hell for switch but then i realized yeah. there was no online and i was like nope good on that <laughs> i don't get some online support first and we'll see it's weird. The Xbox gets the online mode, but it doesn't get the campaign. While the Switch gets the campaign, but doesn't get the online mode. I know. It's just like r- Rare, what are you doing? Or whoever owns it now, what are you doing? Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, y'all, it is uh, another week for superheroes in uh, pop culture media. This week, uh, we, you know, uh, what is it? Shazam 2, uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods releases. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, but also, we got a ton of news uh, to talk about this week. Uh, a few things we missed from last week, but mostly uh, some new things that popped up in the last week. Like, uh, we're going to talk about the Marvels. What's going on uh, with the production of the Marvels? There's a delay uh, to later this year. Uh, there's some insider info, some conflicting insider info, and we're going to look at that. Um, there's a special cameo that's been spoiled by a, a TV spot for Shazam uh, Fury of the Gods. Who is it and should we be looking forward to it? Disney's uh, you know, the House of Mouse, Moneybag Mickey himself, is ready to take some people to court over some script leaking. Uh, we'll find out some more about that. Mahershala Ali is getting real active with the scripts uh uh, changes on uh, Blade across the Spider Verse uh, is centered around a particular uh, relationship, and we're going to see who those people are and what it's got to do with uh, across the Spider Verse. Uh, more Shazam to uh, you know Shazam two stuff, talking about the budget on it and what that could mean for its box office and uh, its break even. Batman the Cape Crusader. Uh, instead of saving the day, Batman gets saved, uh, this time by an unlikely uh, rival to Warner Brothers. And we're going to speak a bit on Quantumania and uh, let's just call it what it is and its failure at the box office. So, Lottie, that's a lot of stuff, you man. You ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, y'all. <clears throat> so, let, we're going to start this off with some sp- something spicy. 
I don't, Lottie, I don't know if you knew this. I don't know if you experienced this. There's a lot of Captain Marvel haters online. Uh, they tend to look very, all look like a lot of the same sort of person. Just this generic, you know, white dude with a scruffy ass beard that's un- inordinately angry about, you know, women doing anything in comics that, you know, may, you know, may make men, you know, you know, be in the back seat or the, or the side seat or just not prominent. You know the neck beards we're talking about. They they spend a lot of time trying to make Captain Marvel out to be a failure, even though it made one point three billion dollars, and um, and generally just being a nuisance because they hate Brie Larson because they think they have good reasons, but it's mostly insecure man baby shit. So I'm editorializing here because I don't think much of these people. Uh, but anyway, they got a little bit of those guys had a little bit to celebrate. Now they can make all of their little, uh, you know, clickbait uh, videos and articles with the big bulgy eyes and and tear drops and and weird looking, you know, you know graphics, <clears throat> because we have two kind of uh, news items talking about what's going on behind the scenes of the Marvels. One of them by a, a relatively trusted you know insider by name Jeff Snyder contends that it's a shit show that it's everything's horrible and it's because and Brie Larson is being difficult because she doesn't like the fact that it's called the Marvels instead of Captain Marvel so that's one thing right so Lottie but I mean it sounds to me like it's confirming everything that the that the fandom menace says about Brie Larson and the Captain Marvel about how it's terrible sjw bullshit am i right i mean i've heard this uh some i've heard this from like a neutral youtuber and i was just like you know but i mean we have yeah (laughs) i I was just like i mean i kind of want to see the movie before anything like i say anything about what it's like but mm. i mean that's that's the word from this guy jeff snyder like you can you can read the quotes and everything i'm not gonna reread the article but that i'm more or less paraphrasing okay on the other hand there's another report uh, in the in the rap coming from another insider that says that no actually the test screenings have been cool uh that there's nothing uh, uh, there's nothing related to Brie Larson that they've heard of that's going on that it's all about you know VFX uh, you know trying to get the VFX uh, on point and now everything so in other words <clears throat> basically saying I don't know what they're that this guy's talking about that's not what I've heard everything seems to be fine they just need more time to work on it especially in, in light of the fact not just the VFX, but in light of the fact that Marvel is sort of, you know, halting or, you know, slowing their, their role on a bunch of things in order to get their, their quality control in check, right? So that mm-hmm. that is, so we got the, we got a tale of dueling, you know, insider uh, reports, one in which is positive and one which is negative. So who do we believe? Who which side do we take in this? Should we 
start making the you know should we not start making the thumbnails for our videos with Brie Larson and big old eyes and and you know weird looking things that make her look like she's a gargoyle or you know should we go in the opposite direction Lottie what help me understand what should we be doing who should we believe what should we be thinking about this well, the thing that I heard, the reason why it got delayed was reshoots. That's what I heard. I heard they were just reshooting and changing up the ending, changing some stuff up because of where they re reordering phase five. That's what I heard. The reason why the, the, sh the thing got delayed. But if I'm going to go, I will go with down the middle. I will go with down the middle. Nope. You know, it's not allowed. You have to have a hot take. <laughs> And it's got to be super hot, you know, negative or super hot positive. There's no middle. You can't. Nuance is for suckers. We don't do that here. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's it's crazy that there's one side saying it's great and there's the other side that's saying it sucks. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, the one side of me is saying it's great. It's just saying everything seems to be, you know, test audience like it. They're just trying to, you know, get it as good as it can get. And this whole, I can tell you one thing, this whole shit about Brie Larson being a diva is grade A bullshit. <clears throat> just going to call it like it is. It is bullshit. That is, and that is a mean, this is, someone I was saying on Twitter was talking about how their seat, how they're, they're sowing the seeds of, of, uh, uh, you know, fan anger now so that it, they can reap the harvest when it comes out with all that all the bullshit that they're going to be talking like i guarantee you in the month and a half leading up to the marvels coming out you're going to see you know idiots like yellow flash and and ryan kennel and oh you're going to see so many you will think that their fucking channel is going to be the brie larson channel her her, her face is going to be on their channels more than on her own YouTube channel because the shit sells. That's what, I mean, that the grift works that way. They picked her as the poster child for, you know, uh, feminism gone wrong or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And she's going to be that, she's going to be that, that woman. And, you know, and they're, they're making, like I said, I don't believe that she gets on to my understanding as far as I've seen within and in videos and, and all this other stuff. My understanding is that she gets on well with Tiana Paris and with uh, Amon Vellani. So I cannot imagine, and also the director of the Nia Da Costa. So I I don't believe that shit. It's just it's just you know I don't even call it fear mongering. They're stoking the bullshit because they know it gets clicks. Um, as far as you know, is it a shit show? Doubtful. I think it's more likely that. <clears throat> they have time allotted. They have, you know, reshoots, and they're maybe they're changing direction with with the with some elements of the story. And your your thing about you know putting into perspective, you know, putting in perspective that they are delaying or shuffling and all this other stuff. So this has to be taken into account. There you go. That's that's the answer. So, <laughs> but. If we have to do a hot take, like 100% terrible or 100% great, I'm going to go with 100% great. So, that it's just, <laughs> I remember I was listening to a channel where there was a guy, he was like, he was, he, he, he had both like the, uh, 
the people who are like the toxic fans and the uh and the uh, fans on the, the other stands. side the stands yeah. And he was just like talking about like why does everyone hate Brie Larson? And he's like, what if this? He was just like, what what if she turns out to be like this super nice person? And y'all are just shitting on her because he just didn't like one movie she was in. And like people in the thing were like laughing, and I was just like, it's true. Why? Like I because I, I remember when people because I wasn't a huge fan of the. Uh, of the uh miss of the captain marvel movie but then when i saw like people just hate it i'm like where's this coming from what did she do i'm just like i still don't know what because you know every actor and actress has that one thing that so people are like okay whatever that's what you don't like i don't know what she did i don't know it's i i think i feel like i've said this before but she said uh she was talking about how uh, and she's talking about how uh, a lot of the critics, the movie critics that are published, you know, the official, the, the official movie critics seem to be an awful lot of white dudes, like just a lot of white guys. She's like, it'd be nice if there was more people, they were more, more representative people besides them that were also reviewing movies. Oh, makes sense. And, the, and, <laughs> and that, that means because, you know, when you have a little brain, all it takes is you, you, you're, she's literally saying, Hey, this, there's an overrepresentation of white dudes in, in critic circles. We should have more other people besides them. And there, the natural response is she says she hates white men. Yes, but that's exactly what it is. You fucking idiots. Like y'all. Well, here's idiots. the thing you keep, when it comes to them critics, man, you keep that. Mm. no the critics weren't it wasn't the critics that were mad it's regular randos and motherfuckers that figured out that oh there's a lot of women hating dudes out there that love that would love to just like she's the fucking you know straw man to beat on like that's that is one of the most innocuous statements to make you you make an observation hey look at all these critics how many of them are white white dudes oh about like 85 90 percent of them that's a statement of fact then to go the next you know the next step and say hey it would be nice if there were more representation of other people so it's not just these just a bunch of white dudes you know contemplating these things you say that and that it's it's just these people that are like oh she hates white men yes that's exactly what she said you fucking idiots that's 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 why if you want to know why i'm so anti-fandom menace it's because they are they are all their agenda is is pushing bullshit like that it's 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 disingenuous dishonest crap and so i'm gonna constantly be you know harping on that shit because i can't stand you know trash like that you're not even this isn't even honest criticism you just you just don't like this woman. You've decided that whatever she does, you're gonna shit on it. Okay, cool. You're you're dumb. Anyway, that was a belabor that more than I meant to. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, but we'll see. It's coming out later on, you know, in, in November. So I'm sure we'll get more news uh, as the months go on. Um, let's talk about Shazam two real quick. I you know I'm gonna roll these two into the same thing. 
just because they're they're both related to Shazam too. Shazam Fury of the Gods. So first we're going to talk about a cameo that's coming up in the um, <clears throat> in Fury of the Gods. And let talk let me tell you talk about blowing your blowing your load prematurely. They there was a I mean you can go see it online. It's a, a TV spot for I don't know where it is and somewhere else in the world. They're they're speaking a language that I don't understand. Um, and literally they show Wonder Woman talking to the and being like, oh you know stick to superheroes or whatever. It's it's Gal Gadot. Okay, why the fuck would you? Maybe I'm thinking about this wrong. That's a big thing. And they literally are just like, she's totally going to be in the movie. And I bet you she's just there for like a minute. But she's totally going to be in the movie. Come see this movie. And, and Is that about right, Lottie? You think that's about right, what they're aiming at? I mean, this might be the this might be like showing in the country that she's from. So, like, it makes sense that they will, they will show this off. I mean, we're, we just live in a world where you can easily just... Uh, you know what I mean? Find this and find this on the internet. But here's my thing. This is messed up. You know why I say this is messed up? Because we know she's gone. Like, stop doing this. Stop. <laughs> you teased hey, us wait, with hold, Henry hold Cavill. She, she's supposed to be gone in Fast and the Furious. And I bet she shows up in like 10 or 11. Fast and Furious. She's dead. Quote dead. I bet you she shows up though. But no, I get what you're saying. <laughs> it's just. This is just like, just you, you, you teased us. You were like, yeah, let's let's tease you with uh, the the prospect of seeing Superman in a in a, a with Black Adam in a movie. Oh, let's do let's do the other way around. Let's tease you with seeing Wonder Woman in a Shazam movie. Well, we know it ain't gonna happen. And, and, on, and all that, and we also know that Ben Affleck's Batman is gonna be in the Flash, like. To be, I, I gotta be honest. This is the shit that makes Snyder fans stands be like, "See, I told you they're 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 you know they're restoring the Snyderverse." I'm like, God, come on! But you can't blame them. No, I mean, no, they won't. no, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, they're not wrong. They're they're not wrong about it. There, I get it. Uh, and just look, let's just why? say, but let's just say this shit is cool though. Like, it I, is cool. I love. I I saw the little bit and I was like. No, that's actually kind of cool, though. You know, it makes sense why she will be there. It's just, yeah, because they. That's just because the people they're fighting are are daughters of you know they're just like her. They're demigods or something. They're daughters of gods. So yeah, it makes sense. They're Greek gods or whatever. <clears throat> but still, like man, you talk about, like I said, shooting your load way too early, but. If this gets more people into the theaters, maybe it's not so fucking stupid. I, I don't know. I'm not it, sure. It, it might get Snyder stands to show up, but <laughs> well, but but let me tell you this: don't underestimate the fact that most people are not like you and me. Most people don't know anything that's going on with behind the scenes at DC. If they even know who, if they know who James Gunn is, if they know that he's in charge of anything. I bet you most people don't even. They're just like, oh shit, Wonder Woman's gonna be in something. I like Wonder Woman. I get. I'm telling you, I, I, you know, I got family members that are just like that. They don't know what the fuck's going on. 
So maybe this isn't, maybe this is like a, a galaxy brain move. And I'm just not seeing it because I'm so dialed into all of this stuff that maybe it's a galaxy brain move uh, with regular people. I guess we're going to see. But I think it's really cool. And I can't, I can't wait to see it. I'm seeing it later this week. Yes. Um, s- staying on the Shazam 2 thing. Lottie, they, they released the budget for this uh, movie. And I have to tell you, I'm surprised given what we've seen in the trailer and also what we know about Black Adam and its budget and also about Quantumania and its budget. They, man, they really, you know, they shoestring, they did a shoestring with this. I mean, relative to a comic book movie. For $100 million, they made Shazam 2. That's, dude, that's crazy. I'm like, for real, that's crazy. Like, I think, I think freaking uh, Deadpool 2 had more money spent on it. I mean, like $100 million for a Shazam movie, which, you know, I, I, I'm hoping it does, that doesn't mean this looks cheap, but also it tells me something about the profitable, the profitability of this movie, which is, what do I always say? 2.5 to 3 times the budget, that's your break even, right? So mm-hmm. let's just say three times. So they just have to make $300 million. That's, that's it. And they're at break even. Everything after that's profit. I think this can make $300 million. I think it's, the other one did. This one should be able to do that too. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Lottie? I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I'm, I, I honestly, Shazam, the way they, they introduced it in the first one, I don't think this movie, this, it's more of a comedy movie where most where it's gonna be more of like funny scenes than action maybe some cgi here and there but i honestly am not too surprised that it's not it's not costing them it's not costing them too much money because they're going because shazam shazam even with the people it doesn't cost that much practical effects because i mean they use more practical effects because you gotta look they're not CGIing the little kids into older people. They just got older people to be in the, in the spandex. And, yeah, and everyone has on a suit. That's an actual yeah. suit. It's not green. That's an actual anything. suit. You know what I mean? It's the actual suit. All they did is probably tiny little CGI to make it look yeah. a little bit better. And it's every, not. Yeah. Everybody's on wire harnesses and shit like that. You know. You know what I mean? This is a more Shazam is more of a practical effect movie so it makes sense that it wouldn't cost that much you know what i mean that it wouldn't cost like, only because the only time i really see them probably use the cgi because the, the 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 people that they're fighting are in suits so really the only time they might use cgi is like maybe if they transform into a super transformation at the end you know what i mean mm-hmm. And probably a couple of scenes where he he'll get knocked across the place into something. Yeah. Well, and and this sort of makes you wonder, like, you know, what the hell is sh- you know, uh, was it uh, Black Adam doing? But I understand they did reshoot, probably extensive reshoots on Black Adam. Like, what were they? But doing you got to re- there. Well, that makes sense. But you got to remember, 
Hawkman, Giant Man, Dr. Faith, the Tornado Chick, just them alone is yeah. a lot of CGI. Shazam, I mean, uh, Black Adam was flying. It makes sense. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, him, like Shazam, there's not many people like that. But in Black Adam, that's a lot of CGI every time that woman becomes a tornado. Same thing when that man becomes big. It makes sense. Like, Black Adam takes a lot of CGI. I remember the flying vehicles. Like, that's a CGI-heavy movie. Black Adam, they're in a regular American town. You know what I mean? Yeah. It won't cost them that much to make this movie. That's why it yeah. makes sense. I, well, I'll be interested to see where and when they use the, the, the special effects. Uh, but not, you know, how sparing is it actually? Um, like, yeah, as I said before, this makes profitability a much different situation than, say, an Ant-Man, which was, you know, double the budget, you know, $200 million. Their Their break-even point is, much, is different, you know, and hot, much a good deal higher, you know. So it, it, with that in mind, and also, you know, just this anecdotally for me, getting tickets for, uh, you know, for Thursday night, not exactly a full house. Like when I was, you know, for seven o'clock on Thursday night, you know, the opening night was where you expect the most people. You know, I easily got tickets more or less where I wanted. It wasn't, you know, there weren't like full, you know, full capacity. So all that in mind you know does this does this become profitable we'll see no I, I, you I, don't I, I want your crystal ball but pull your crystal ball out and you know read read the tea leaves i want to know do you think can it pass 300 million dollars uh, in this in this environment right when does a uh... No, and uh, now, now, mind you, three hundred million—that's that's you know, Eternals did better than three hundred million dollars. You know, so. <clears throat> here's the thing, man. It's unfortunately a movie that every most from everything I hear, most people tell me they're not watching the movie because they're just waiting for James Gunn's part of the DCU, and. Here's another thing. Doesn't um, what's that? What's that movie? John Wick Four come out soon too. So yes, it's like it's literally next week. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Uh, it's. I mean, I want to say yes because three hundred million is nothing. But I'm, I'm really like, I would not be if it hits three hundred million. It, barely hits it like it's like it drags to 300 million like <laughs> yeah well I, you know i think it's gonna i think it'll do it um mainly because again it's as you said it's not exactly a high bar 300 million is not a high and the first one made 366 million um so i mean it's it made less than black adam did but I think that I think 300 million, I think 350 is a reasonable, you know, estimate for where it could end up. And a lot of people look at that and say, ah, oh, failure. But like, no, 
that's not a fucking failure. <laughs> that's if you make money off a movie, it's not a failure. And three hundred fifty million is profit. Now, I, I would like to see it make more than four hundred million dollars. I really would. In fact, uh, I would be so happy if it made five hundred mil, because that's that's a runaway success as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but unfortunately, that if Ant Man can't do it. No, well, no, well, Ant Man had a lot of things going for it, except apparently critical reception. But you know, in this case, I think that um, if it's family friendly enough, you know, if it's fun enough, if it if it you know really kind of you know breaks through with certain audiences, particularly young young people, I think that it could really do its thing. That's that's just the question here. Uh, but like I said, most people aren't, they're not dialed into this whole DC universe that they just watch shit. And the, unfortunately the one down thing is that most people don't know Shazam. That's really the main thing. Most people don't know him. And so this, this movie has to basically do the work of the first movie again. Um, but we'll see it's coming out this week and uh, you know, we're going to review it. So, uh, we'll let you know all about that, uh, when uh, uh when we learn a little bit more like next week <laughs> all right so uh let's talk about the house of mouse money bags mickey do not play and are is you know we understand that right well apparently and i didn't mm-hmm. even know about this the script for quantum mania leaked onto reddit uh leaked online among other places and now disney is just like nah son <laughs> So they're they have uh, you know contacted these you know various sites like Reddit and said we need you to release the information about the people who posted this stuff because we're going to take action. That's right. They're getting ready to sue some motherfuckers over the release of this script. Uh, Lottie, now we we've known that they've been you know trying to lock down on leaks and all that other shit over at Marvel. But I don't think I ever thought that there would be a day where they would literally be like, we're taking your ass to court uh, for for leaking our shit. And um, <laughs> I, I feel, let me just say, I, don't, I feel sorry for those people because, whoo, they talk about, you know, talk about uh, poking the bear. They, 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 they didn't poke a bear. They fucked around with Scrooge McDuck's. Uh, money, you know, what his, his money been, and you don't, you know better than that. Everyone knows better than the fuck with Scrooge McDuck's money been. And man, you picked the wrong, uh, you picked the wrong movie to do this to because uh, they got the salty about this. <laughs> <laughs> if 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 Ant Man was a billion dollar success, eh, who cares? But now they, oh, they salty. <laughs> oh, they salt. Because you gotta look. Here's the thing: The Last of Us Two thing got leaked. It sold over ten million copies. So he's like, "Yeah, whatever. Who cares if it's out there?" But <laughs> if Last of Us Two only sold eight hundred thousand copies, so whoever oh, leaked where, this, we're taking this to court. Yeah. <laughs> where's this motherfucker? At? <laughs> Bruh, you picked the wrong damn man. Wow, I feel bad. Like you said, boy. Dang, man, I feel bad for them, man. 
Moneybag Mickey, man, you picked the wrong movie. You picked the wrong movie. They are salty about this one. Oh, Mickey, the way they treat their employees, oh, imagine how they'll treat their enemies. Oh, boy, I'm praying for you. I'm praying. It's like, I want them dead. I want them dead. I want their family dead. I want the, I want the friends dead. Everything from I want the social well, are... media. I want the social media dead. Yeah, they... Wait, but Mickey, <laughs> but Mickey, how are they supposed to make a living? I don't give a damn. They don't mess up our movies. Oh my god, they yeah, they they fucked up. Um, I don't. You know, the thing is, I don't have really a dog in this fight because I don't care about. I mean. I don't go out of my way looking for scripts that are leaked. I don't want to know it. Honestly, I don't want to know too much about these things before I watch them. But, you know, some people, that's their thing. You know, someone in there leaks the script and they want to pass it around and all that other stuff. I mean, technically, it's a copyright violation. You know, so, and they want to discourage that shit from happening in the future. So they're going to ruin some dumb motherfucker's life, you know, to make a point. I, I mean, they're within their right to do it, and I'm not necessarily bothered by it because it ain't shit that I do. I mean, I'm being honest. So, it ain't shit. It ain't so, nothing I'm doing. So here's my thing. I'm not really. I don't know anything. I'm like you said. I'm not really too into this because I don't really know anything when it comes to the entertainment industry. But for the tech industry and the sports industry. Leakers are life. I mean, literally, ESPN hire leakers. You know what I mean? Like those people who do breaking news. You know, those are leakers, right? Yeah. They're leakers. Leakers are important to the gaming, tech, and sport industry. Like, I hope this is something that doesn't lead into them wanting to shut leakers up in other industries because. A lot of companies, because I'll tell you this, without leakers, there would not be as much competition in the tech industry as there is now or in the sports industry or the gaming industry. You need leakers to help balance out information. Some leakers get information and won't say it because they were purposely told by their content to don't say it. You know what I mean? And it's the same way, vice versa. There's some leaks that are actually planned leaks by the company and says, say this, you know what I mean? We want to see how we, we, how they react to this. I just hope that this doesn't like end the whole entire leaker community and the leaking thing. Cause this, cause in other industries, it's actually extremely important sport industry. Literally there are pe- there are literal people who make a living actually paid living to be a leaker, a information leaker. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I get, I guess I get what they're just like, yeah, we don't, we want to snip this shit in the bud because I mean, to be honest, most of us aren't going to read that stuff, but it does influence, you know, a lot of chatter. It influences a lot of the, you know, perceptions ahead of time. They, they're they kind of trying to avoid giving away the farm, so to speak, uh, giving the game, sorry, giving away the game beforehand, before anyone gets a chance to see these things. So, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, anyway, you know, sucks to be you guys. <laughs> Pretty much it. Uh, and I guess if we get in more information about that, we will talk about it. Um, still on Marvel. So we know Blade got delayed. Uh, it's 
I believe it's it's got to be next year. It's got to be next year. And there's production, you know, issues there. You know, they lost a director and they got a director and all this other stuff. Uh, well, one, another kind of, I guess, wrinkle in it is that apparently Mahershala Ali has um, been demanding a bunch of script changes uh, for his character. Uh, he's apparently taken real ownership of this, like that. Like, this is his his movie franchise or whatever. And maybe he seems to be like trying to do the Ryan Reynolds thing where he's, you know, he's not just the actor, but he's also creatively involved in, in everything. Um, actually, I feel like Deadpool is a pretty good uh, analogy for the situation. And, you know, even you know, Blade, uh, historically, Wesley Snipes had a good amount of input on the way his character was, uh, the character Blade was portrayed. So anyway, Lottie, is Mahershala Ali being a diva or is he just like saying, hey, I don't want to be in any junk. So let me, you know, let's do let's do better. I don't believe Mahershala Ali is being a diva. I mean, I do believe that he because we know that Disney wants the PG-13 this movie. He said, no, I, believe... I, want, no, I want blood showers. Yeah, <laughs> I believe Mahershala Ali is trying to push the envelope of PG-13 as much as possible. And, hey, man, it comes with the territory. They they wanted him to be Blade. So, hey, he wants to do Blade the right way. And I and I and me as a fan, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Just don't be like, hey, I just want to take the role because... You know what I mean? I'm just happy to be here. He's like, no, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. And like I said, I really, 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 really do appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I generally speaking think that, you know, if a, an actor has an, you know, they have some kind of input on the character it makes the character a lot more real, I guess you can say. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because they're just, if they understand the character. And Mahershala Ali is, was literally, you know, was like, hey, I want to be Blade. And Kevin Feige was like, sure, we weren't planning to do Blade, but we're going to do Blade because you want to do Blade. And, you know, he's a, you know, he has two Oscars on his on his mantle. Clearly, he's a great actor. Um, and I think wanting to be, you know, have the Deadpool situation where he, you know, has creative input. Uh, on the character and the way the character is progressing. That only makes sense to me. Um, now, are these good changes? Who the hell knows? Uh, but the fact is, as an Oscar winner, he, you know, he's got to be respected in that, and that's uh, sense. And all, and I think this, this is also good because since they got this delay, everyone can get on the same page. They can lock this story down to something, you know, really great. And um, and something that he can sign off on and be proud of that that he's going to portray. So, no, I don't think he's being a diva. I think he's just being a, a respected artist who you know should be listened to. Like, dude, again, got two Oscars. No one's sitting up there telling Leonardo DiCaprio to fuck your notes, you know. And they shouldn't mm-hmm. be telling they shouldn't be telling Herschel Ali that either. And I don't think they are because they're very respectful over at Marvel. So anyway. I can't wait to hear more news about Blade. When we find out anything more, we will let you guys know. Um, Let's talk about Across the Spider-Verse. I am damn excited about this movie. 
Lottie, I know you are too, right? Yeah. I'm just like, it's ridiculous. Like, this shit needs to be here immediately. But, I mean, until then, we're going to be talking about, you know, whatever things are coming out. Well, um, what's her name? Amy Pascal, uh, who, if y'all don't know, she was a Sony executive for a long time. She has literally been a producer or executive producer on every single Spider-Man thing that Sony has put out. Right? So, y'all know she knows what she knows, and she knows Spider-Man in and out. So, she, they were talking to her on the Empire magazine, um, and she revealed that Across the Spider-Verse is essentially a, a love story, or at least a main aspect of it. It's a love story between, guess who, Lottie, I mean, without even reading it, you know who the love story is between. <laughs> Oh, big shocker. Big surprise. Because <laughs> uh, it was cute as hell at the end of, you know, at the end of uh, Into the Spider-Verse, where Miles and Gwen Stacy, uh, Spider-Gwen, uh, were clearly they were vibing. Clearly there was something going on. And then the last thing we saw was her coming out the multiverse and being like, hey, let's go, let's go do something. And we've seen in the trailer since then, that it's it's getting even you know closer than that, <clears throat> so um, it's a love story between Miles and uh, uh, Gwen Stacy. Lottie, is is this something you're looking forward to that you want? Um, and how do you you know just spitballing? You think this is going to impact the overall story of Spider Verse? Oh, and I actually <laughs> I got something else I forgot from there, but before you say something. Also, apparently, she was hanging out with with Spider Punk, you know, from the the multiverse where he's a British dude named Hobie Brown. So there you go. <laughs> Honestly, I've I don't I really don't feel anything about this because it's it was quite obvious in the trailer, like. It's, like I'm actually like looking at the comments and I'm like one person like I'm looking at all these people say oh yeah no go cool and I'm, like one person said wasn't it obvious in the trailer I'm like I yeah I mean I, it doesn't change how I feel about this movie whatsoever because I kind of saw that this was going to happen but some of the memes underneath here are worth talking about there's a meme <laughs> where the guy goes like oh fuck did Gwen sit here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, hey his like like in in the trailer uh you know you see he's been he's been doodling her and everything like that i mean yeah. the boy got it bad <laughs> the boy got it bad i mean for real though i mean to to be fair to him gwen stacy you know spider gwen is hella cool she's like she's super cool and all, she's she's one of the best and to me one of the best spider-man universe character designs like ever and I mean, it's pretty clear that they they kind of hit it off, and she you know she respects the shit out of him and everything like that as a spider person. And they're both teens. I mean, what what else is there to say about it? You know, it's I think it's gonna be cute as hell. And uh, <clears throat> may too will it be too cute for for a, a you know a, a comic book movie that has a ton of Spider Man running around beating the shit out of of you know stuff like is it will it be too cute for that hmm. that's i mean i don't know but 
<clears throat> but I, I'm I'm happy to hear about this though. I've I've been sort of like like make this shit happen and don't dance around it because I mean the shit comes out every five years. So like you only got so many ep- bites at this apple, you know, to get shit right. So, yeah, that's true. This movie was supposed to come out last year, if yeah, I remember. Like it's literally been like if you think about it, it's been like near on a decade since they, you know, everyone, the voice talent has been, you know, it's probably been like eight or so years since they've been involved. So, yeah, like don't don't play around. We don't have time for that. <laughs> so anyway, sounds cool. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Uh, it's coming up pretty soon. Uh, Lottie. I can't believe I, I want to say this, but thank God for Amazon. Amazon is so, not because, you know, they get my packages here in a reasonable, you know, two days time. Not because they undercut, you know, uh, the prices that you get locally and, and therefore are sort of driving your local things out of business. And not even because they have Invincible which and, and the boys and everything like that. Love all those things. Thank God for them because, for once, someone saved Batman. Lottie, let's, let's go thank Jeff Bezos. Uh, a bit, let's thank a billionaire for something for a change. Dave, <laughs> Batman Cape Crusader lives! It lives! Remember when Discovery took over Warner Brothers and they're like, get that animation shit out of here, nobody wants that. No, only kids watch animation. Get that shit out of here. Canceled, right? Left, right, and center. And one of the things that was canceled was this Batman Cape Crusader, which we were like, what the fuck is y'all's problem? It's literally made by the people that, you know, that were, uh, you know, was behind what Matt Reeves is producing this. You know, Bruce Tim, you know, the whole Batman animated series, you know, the animated stuff. I mean, it's how could y'all fuck this up? How could y'all get rid of this? And um, we just thought, oh, well, well, maybe we'll never see the day. But they kept working on it. And now uh, Amazon has picked it up for Prime Video. And not just picked it up for two seasons. We're getting two seasons of the Cape Crusade, Batman the Cape Crusader, a spiritual successor to Batman the Animated Series. It's a big old intro to this topic. Lottie, uh, apparently uh, the gods of comics have smiled upon us. What do you think? Yeah, I'm happy that uh, Amazon did this because <laughs> that man's ass off, man. <laughs> man, that man came in like a wrecking ball and just started he said killing everything he, he was, off. He, was, he Miley cyrus it. <laughs> I just... I just hope that the two the two animated shows I'll never forgive him for if he canceled is uh, Harley Quinn and Primal. But it seems so far that he has to cancel those two shows. So uh, he, give he can him time for now. Give, give him some. Give him time. He, he'll get he'll get to it. <laughs> but I am happy to see that this show still is going to get its shine. It's going to be funny to see. Invincible and Batman on the same streaming service, and Spider Man, yeah. and Spider. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So maybe we can get a crossover between the three. Yeah, because <laughs> we're because remember we're literally getting a Silk, you know, the Silk Society one. So that's that Batman spinoff, and a Spider Man Noir, mo- yeah, show 
and the boys and invincible and batman the cape i mean like they are it's that's it's literally turning into a comic book shop over at amazon and i fucking love it like i normally again i'm not like a i don't hate amazon but i'm not like a you know i'm not i'm not defending all of their shit there's a lot of bullshit that amazon gets up to but man prime video is just like they're just like we got money who wants to come over here and i i'm i think yep. that's i think it's awesome that's, I'm yeah like, i completely <laughs> agree yeah that's so there i mean like do you think that amazon they're they're trying to stake out a claim to being like an actual source for superhero things like a real source for like all sorts of superhero shit. I th- yeah, Amazon definitely wants to take it to uh definitely wants to take it to Disney. That they are like we we can uh we have our place in this superhero market just as much as you. And honestly, competition makes the world go round. So, I'm all 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 for it. So, yeah, I'm happy to see this. I'm really am happy to see this. Yeah. Yeah, that like like I said, once again, you won't hear it often from me, from me, but thank God for Amazon. Thank thank God for them. You know, not they're not even taking a chance. This this is a winner. But thank God for them having the foresight to be like, hey, hey, you know, D, people like DC stuff. It's and and it's going to be good. And I I hate to say this too, but smart move by Warner Brothers. Because now they're going to actually get paid for work they did as opposed to just like it's kind of the difference between, you know, working on your own house or working on someone else's house. And they've essentially, you know, done work in their own house and got someone else to pay for it. So cool. Cool for all that. Uh, But we'll be looking forward to it. I'm sure we'll find out about, uh, you know, when it airs later on this year. And uh, finally, in our final bit of it's not even news. We're just gonna we're gonna discuss. <clears throat> the news is of of no surprise to anyone who might be watching watching or listening to this because I mean you follow this shit. Uh, Quantum Mania is pretty much gonna go down as I think a failure for the M- MCU. Like if it if it's not a failure, it's going to be. And not it's it's hard to even call it treading water. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's definitely not making the money it's supposed to make. Like it, I'm saying that the current current total worldwide is 449 million dollars, uh, <clears throat> which is, I mean, come on. I think I said that you know if it was a 200 million dollar, it you know it needs to make 2.5, right? Yeah. At the minimum, I think 2.5. So it's. I don't think that 2.5 is correct. Correct. I think three is more likely to be right. So in other words, um, you know, it's $200 million times three. So 600 sounds better. Sounds like it's more realistic, but let's say it's 2.5, right? So it's nearing, it's nearing that 2.5. 2.5 is what? uh, uh, 200. So we're, I mean, it needs to make 500, I think probably to, to break even and i don't think it's gonna get there I it's honestly, not gonna I, even I, get the 500 i don't think it's gonna make 500 i think it i think it will come within a breath of it but it's not gonna do it 
So, and there's no excuses for this like with Eternals. Eternals literally was like dead in the middle of pandemic recovery, right? There's no excuses for it like with uh, what the Suicide Squad, you know, again, in the middle of the pandemic and also had simultaneous release on, on uh, HBO. But there's no excuses here. We're not, most people are back out and doing their thing, right? If there are any excuse can be made is that the, you know, the box office is still kind of soft right now because, you know, people are in new habits, you know, movie going is not a big habit. But this had all the hallmarks of, hey, let's let's make seven, eight hundred million dollars, right? It, it's promised set up for everything, all this other stuff, and it's pretty much failed to deliver the box office. So, you know, what's, you know, what does this mean? I guess my is the best question. What does this mean for the MCU, for the multiverse saga? Uh, is this just another, you know, you know, uh, infrequent, you know, not infrequent, but is this just another anomaly in the MCU canon? You know, and, you know, a movie that maybe isn't as, as respected as it should be at the box office? Or is this actually a sign that, you know, that Marvel is not that they're in. I don't think they're in trouble, but that they are in need of some soul searching. So a lot of I think it's there. a little I think it's a little bit of both, because here's the thing. No one really watched this movie. You know what I mean? Let's just be honest, you know, because it says box office is four hundred and forty nine million. We have to put in perspective as well. Ticket prices are more expensive than they were in 2015 when the first I mean, Ant-Man came out. To be fair, not that much more. I mean, but it's, it's, it isn't that much more, but it's not very many people watch this movie. You know what I mean? And this was the movie that you showcased your big, your bad, your big bad and his other variants of him. You're going to have a lot of confused people, you know, and the next time you show him again is Loki. You see what I'm saying? Like, which is Marvel, show, yeah, which is a show that's not going to have near that many people. Watching many. It. Marvel needs to, they need to, they need to change. I don't, if they have to, if they have to have him as a camo and, uh the marvels or something like you can't you can't have your big bad and he only shows up in three things like you gotta look phase four or phase five he's only gonna he only showed up in three things loki season one this movie and loki season two i when secret wars comes out people are gonna be confused man and i because here's the thing. At the end of the day, this is still, this was just an Ant-Man movie. People don't really care about Ant-Man. And I kind of felt that Mar that that Kevin Feige should have realized that. And I, I the first two movies didn't even didn't hit nowhere near a billion. Like the the second one hit 625 million. I don't know why Kevin Feige thought this will be a billion dollar success. Well, and, I mean, did he? Did he think? But even 
But even if it wasn't, but I don't know why he thinks that people will come and watch Ant-Man. You know what I mean? When historically, they've never, they didn't come out and watch him. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, I, they, I, I feel, I still feel that Marvel kind of dropped the ball a little bit when it came to handling the character of Kang in the sense that I really think they should have had him cameoing in the movies that had anything to do with the multiverse like spider-man or or what's it called multiverse of madness or something like that i really think he should have even if it's not like he's a villain like he's like his presence is there you see what i'm saying because honestly man we we don't see much about him and i fit and i'm and, and actually is getting to the point that i'm actually saying to myself that Really, does anybody even know who he is? Honestly, does the average fan even know who Kang is as in the as his iteration in the MCU? Absolutely not. <laughs> not really. Um, I yeah, I think this may be a, a situation of way too much inside baseball and not enough, you know, uh, ex- not enough ex- explanation. There's. A, this the multiverse is so esoteric that I'm actually I'm genuinely surprised. I'm not I'm happy about it, but I'm genuinely surprised that they decided that that's the next thing that they need to go into. There's like so there's so many other storylines that could be explored, and multiverse works best when people know about those other things. You know the 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 whole what if thing. It's it's a great idea. But there isn't enough continuity in the MCU to make multiversing m- more interesting. Than, like, if to put that in perspective, the What If comics, you know, that the the t- uh, animated show is based on, when they were doing them, it had you know they had something like twenty or twenty or so years of other things that have happened. That they could go back and be like, well, what if this happened? What if that happened, right? In, yeah. the, in the MCU, literally, it's just the Infinity Saga, which there's a lot of points within there, but you're basically asking about one major thrust of storylines as opposed to like Age of Apocalypse or House of M or, you know, the Mutant Massacre or uh, the original Infinity War. There, I mean, there's, there's a the Kree scroll war. There's so many things going on that they never touched on in the MCU. And now you're doing the multiverse thing. Well, I mean, I feel like that's a huge leap away. You know, that's a, that's a big leap into, you know, at the esoteric, I, I want to even say esoteric. That's a big leap into like large ideas that are much easier to take in when you've been led up to it in a way that like, so you don't have to take that huge leap. And I mean, yeah, people are just like, okay, this is a guy. What what is, what does he do? Yeah. (laughs) You know, all right, these are new characters. That's great. What does this have to do with anything? And they took almost all of phase four to be like, you know, just, just, new things but no underlying connective tissue and yeah. so when you get to quantum mania 
It's just another story in a long line of stories that don't seem to be connected to anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and I kind of, and here's the thing that like I was just talking about with my friend that I think they should have done instead. I really think they should have done Celestials. They should have done the Celestials and Eternity storyline for the next part because you you already hinted celestials in phase uh two and three with uh star lord and his dad you know what i mean so the, i and then you had the movie the eternals i i i i know eternals was not a box office success but I felt like they could have went into so much more where like, because we all know one of the Celestials is, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, one of the most popular characters who's already been shown in a movie before. Um, I'm forgetting his name. The Planet Eater. Oh, Ego. No, not Ego. The oh, other the, one. Uh, the the plan Oh, Galactus. Galactus. We've, he's already been shown in a movie before which was not an MCU movie, but he was shown in, uh, you know, uh, was a Fantastic Four movie. You, I really thought they should have went that direction and proving what Thanos was trying, going into what Thanos was trying to prevent instead of us just go like, yeah, we're going into the multiverse thing where they could have used Phase 4, 5, and 6 to hint to use phase four five and six to hint about the multiverse in those things and then you go big and go home because at this point now i'm i'm kind of scared that they're about to make this massive movie uh kang dynasty and secret wars which is let's be honest that budget's probably going to be in the three point five to maybe even four million dollar because the the actors that the actors and actresses and the amount of CGI that they're going to because let's just be honest they're probably going to have maybe like ten Jonathan Majors in one scene at once you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I feel like that movie even though it'll be a good movie not that many people are going to watch it because they're like they don't know who the heck this person is yeah and you know and that's and the whole thing is that Quantumania was supposed to be the starting point. You know, of of phase, you know, phase five, it's supposed to start kind of directing everyone, everything towards uh, Kang Dynasty. So, you know, they're introducing and everything. And then the story just does. I mean, the thing is, I like the movie. That's, you know, let's not let's you know, let's not get away from that. I thought the movie was pretty good, actually. But was it good enough? Like people, I think the thing is that they're a victim of their own success, but also they never really gave anyone a reason to have to see this movie. Like mm-hmm. Ant-Man's have generally been skippable, you know, if, if yeah. so you could generally, so most people aren't like, Oh, he's, he's the man. Like he's, we have to go see this. And that's nothing to take away from the story. It's just like, it's, it's not must view, you know, a must view movie. And unfortunately, Phase Four was riddled with "we don't have to see these movies." Like I would argue that half of the movies in Phase Four, most people feel like they could skip because there was no reason for it, and they weren't good enough 
you know, on their own to be like, oh, shit, you know, I got to go see this. And so that's where we kind of arrive. You know, it doesn't help that we are still, again, in a changing movie going environment where a lot of people like are just like, I'll just wait till it hits streaming. Like for real, Disney Plus, I'll just wait till. So Disney, they're sort of a victim of Disney Plus's success. Because even if people are just like, oh man, what's another MCU thing? All their thing, you know, they'll be like, I have Disney Plus. I'll just wait till it comes out on that in a few months. And, and that's the problem where Disney needs to go ahead and become like, cause remember how it was with Netflix back in the day? They need to cut, nip that in the bud a year minimal. You got to yeah. wait a year. I, I remember. I agree. Yeah, you got to nip that in the bud because I remember if you wanted to watch a, a Marvel movie on Netflix, you had to wait a year. For that thing, because here's the thing: that thing is also killing DVD sales too. Like, I honestly, after the pandemic, as soon as the, like the the first movie, I would have said you have to wait for a year for it to see it on to see it in a see it on thing. That would have been Wakanda Forever. I would have been like, nope. You want to if you want to see Wakanda Forever, you either go to the theater and watch it or buy the DVD. You're gonna have to wait a year till this thing gets on a. Uh, you know what I mean? November 2023 is when it will come on Disney Plus. That's what I would do. But Disney seems to still do their 45 to 90 day thing, which they need to stop. Yeah, they need to stop that. Yeah, if they want to keep making money. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just a double thing of people, you know, being conditioned to wait for you know wait for streaming, and also people being conditioned. Uh, to have to be told that something is super, super important, right? And it again, it doesn't help that there was, you know, the critical response wasn't great. It was, I mean, that, that doesn't help because people that are on the fence are just going to be like, eh, I can wait on that. So that, I mean, there's just a, yeah, I will, I will say, hey, it could have been a better movie. Yes, it definitely could have been a better movie. But it doesn't help that, you know, some change, you know, some changes to the way we go to the movies, and also the way that they deal with Disney Plus content, is really kind of cut into the box office for this thing. And you know, now they they're sort of in a bad situation of having a setup movie that's uh, it's like having a hype man that sucks at his job. You know, you 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 you're the you know you're the next act coming out, and your hype man goes out there. And it's just crickets. And like, man, you know, how do you follow up crickets? You got to come so hard next time, which makes sense that, you know, Guardians 3, thank God, that's the next one. Because they're going to have to come so hard to overcome the stink of this, but, uh, this failure. But here's the problem with Guardians 3. We know that's the last movie. Does it have anything like, let's, does it have anything to do with the totality of Kang? And the, you know what I mean? Look, That's the... ask, look stop asking inconvenient <laughs> questions. Damn it. <laughs> I'm just saying, stop. So you're asking all the right questions, and I don't like it. So... <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that. hopefully that'll get the stink out, but Mar- the Marvels had better kick ass. Like, in fact, I'll say this much I liked Phase 4. I don't did not have a problem with any of the movies in Phase Four, and I liked Quantumania. They better get they had better like 
enough of this singles and double shit, they've got to hit uh, home runs. They've, like, leading up. Like, because if you think about it, Kang Dynasty is coming up, what? Probably, they're probably going to bump it, so it's probably 2025, right? Early 2025. But they, every movie up to that had better fucking knock it out. Because that phase four, for better or for worse, did not did not uh advance it did not advance the the fandom of of the mcu if anything i think it it maybe contracted it and so the next four movies have got to kick ass and make a statement as to why you need to see kang dynasty and this is not a good start uh, i don't think so anyway um it sucks but you know hey next with next movie so anyway, uh, I think that's all of our thoughts on the on uh, all of our items for the, uh, this week. Um, but maybe we missed something. Maybe there was uh, an item that you wanted us to talk about, or you just had uh, some thoughts about uh, what we were talking about. Whatever the case may be, get down to the comment section. Leave your thoughts there. Of course, you can always hit us up supernotfunnyshow at gmail.com or at supernotfunnys1 on Twitter. And while you're down there, hit the like on this video. Uh, subscribe to the channel hit the notification bell all that good stuff helps uh, to grow the channel and for more people to see these videos and as usual i'm joined by uh, my good friend lottie uh, helps me out tremendously uh, on the uh, the podcast so lottie where can they reach you on your social media okay you can always find me on my uh instagram which is anukinihun it's spelled a-n-u-k-i-n-i H-U-N. Again, it's A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. And, of course, my YouTube channel, which is Kenyon25. Like I just said, I'm going to I'm gonna play the new Resident Evil 4 remake. I'm going to stream the demo so you guys can watch that. And I'm also stream Metroid Prime Remaster so you guys can actually see a true Metroid Prime master play the game. Not all these newbies you be seeing on YouTube. A true master. That's right. He played... He played it on a GameCube controller. Y'all, pst, y'all don't even know what y'all... Y'all know what you're doing? I'm, I'm assuming it was a GameCube controller. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he played on a GameCube controller, son. Get right. <laughs> anyway, you guys go show uh, Lottie some love. All right, all you Fabric and the Fleshbacks, thanks for joining us. I can't believe it. Episode 93. Uh, come back next week. We are going to be talking about uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods, among many other things. Until then, I've been Mode Poupay, your resident fabricant and comedy extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. And we'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace. Peace.